Even if your child is doing well, I'm sorry, you really never get to a place where you can stop praying for your son or daughter. My kids have all grown up now. They're all adults. The stakes are higher. I actually pray more for my children as adults than I did when they were kids. I don't know why that is, except life gets scarier and more dangerous, and the stakes, as I said, get higher. I'm John Fuller, along with our Vice President of Parenting, Dr. Danny Huerta. And Danny, I know that you pray a lot for your kids. Um, talk about that. What's what's that like? Yeah, it really lines up my mind towards their lives. It causes me to, to think carefully about what is it that I really want for my kids? Yes. Have I been listening to what they've been telling me, what they're struggling with? And how do I want to enter into that conversation with my Heavenly Father to, to bring this before Him and to show my love for them and to think deeper about their lives, yeah. to think long, the long view and the short view in, into my kids' lives, and then to let them know, hey, I prayed for you. Just know that. Mm-hmm. I, uh, this, and, and sometimes I'll tell my son or daughter, I'll say, hey, I prayed this for you to show them. I'm really listening and paying attention to where things are at, and I'm, I'm in this with mm-hmm. you uh, as you battle this or as you praise God for some things that have happened in your life. That's good. Now, um, let me just ask a side conversation here, personal counseling time for John Fuller. My prayers have been all over the map these past 30-some years for my kids. I I remember praying for them to be successful hmm. for God, and then I realized, uh, do I really want that, or do I want them to be real, real Christ followers and not worry about some specific outcome that John would like for them? So then I started praying that they would be just men and women of godly character. There's room for a lot of different kinds of prayers, right? And and, is, and I, what yeah. I hear you saying, what I like about what I hear you saying is, listen to my child and pray for them at the point that they're at. Is that right? That's right. And it's, sometimes it's hard to really pray for that godly character that you're talking about, because that means we're okay with failure, with pain, hmm. and we're allowing God to actually mold our child rather than... It's all about success and the, and the easy road yeah. for them, or which is tempting yeah. to want that. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Well, Jim Daly had a really good conversation with Jody Burnt, and she's written a great book called Praying the Scriptures for Your Children. Here they are discussing some powerful principles about prayer. Jody, over the years, you've identified three prayer truths about uh, praying for your kids. What are they? Yeah. Quickly, tell me, what are they? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there are 18 prayer truths, but as a parent, you know, I meet parents of young kids all the time, and they just think, oh boy, when I get to the empty nest years, you know, it must be great. And, and I think, smiling. oh really, yeah. Uh, it you know, doesn't end there, It folks. doesn't end. So, you know, truth number one is you never stop being a parent, yeah. right? You never stop praying. You never stop wanting God's best for your kids. And at whatever season they're in, you might think this is it, this is the biggie. But it might not be. You know, there might be another biggie right around the corner. Um, And another truth, I think, is that um, prayer is work. It's a delight, and it is a relationship. But as you said earlier, it is also a discipline. And we want to make time for that. We want to make it be part of our everyday experience. But you said something in the intro, too, uh, about maybe not having time. Right. Yeah. And um, I think a lot of times young parents especially can beat themselves up because you think, oh, unless I, you know, have my coffee and my my prayer journal and my Bible like I see on Instagram, you know, it's not going to count. Um, but but my kid's got an ear infection and the dog just threw up and I don't have time, you know. That. And 
I, I was there. I was there. I thought, okay, it's not. It doesn't count unless I really carve out this time. And and yet, I would say to those parents, just do it. Do yeah. it when you're in the carpool line. Do it yeah. when you're walking behind the stroller. Do it when you're folding laundry. I love. There's so many prayers in scripture about how we are clothed. You know, clothe me with compassion and kindness. Okay, I'm folding these umpteenth pair of socks. Clothe Hillary with compassion and kindness. Clothe Robbie with wisdom and self-control. Um, we have those prayer prompts all the time. You're cutting up fruit for their snacks, you know. Fill my kids with the fruit of the Spirit, with that Galatians 5.22, with love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. Those prompts are everywhere if we just kind of be alert. and That's listen. really good. Oh, it, you know. think But it is just a, a great discipline of yeah. praying. And you yeah. don't, you, right, you don't have to have this... Uh, necessarily this area you sit at with your right you know the word of god right. that's good if you've got that kind it of it absolutely is and i i would never don't. want a listener to hear me say don't spend concentrated <laughs> right. time with him right. i mean we were talking at the break and your wife's going off to do that with some friends this weekend i think we do want to carve out these times but one time i was speaking in uh connecticut and my daughter virginia who's an adult now lives in new york city happened to be with me and this has never happened before, but someone in the audience said, you know, I got a question for your daughter during the Q&A time. Uh-oh. I know. I said, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, that's out of bounds. Yeah, yeah. Next oh, question. wait a minute. And they said, how did you feel growing up, you know, with a praying mom? What, what was it like? And so she grabs the microphone and she says, you know, I didn't like it very much. And I thought, uh-oh, well, you know, where's this going? And she said, for one thing, she was always praying that if we were doing anything wrong, we get caught, you know, pray for <laughs> sin to be exposed, right? Uh, Numbers talks about that. Be sure your sin will find you out. Good for you, Mom. And, well, I think every mom probably, although I do have one friend who said, why do you pray that? Why don't you just pray that they won't ever do anything wrong? And I laughed. I said, I don't have the faith to pray that. I know, <laughs> you know, they're wired just like I am. They're going to do wrong. So let's pray that their sin would be exposed. But then my daughter said, and she also just prayed about kind of everything. Like we'd go to the mall and we'd know we need a new pair of jeans and mom would pray before we went in. And it's, I don't like shopping. So of course I was praying for God to get us in and out quick. But, but what my daughter said to that audience that day, she said, it felt like a lot when I was growing up, but seeing it be part and parcel of our everyday lives. She said, for me and for my siblings, it really took sort of the mystery out of praying. It made us see it as doable, as something you could talk to God at any moment of your day. And she said, so even though I didn't love it growing up, I will say, looking back now, I'm really grateful to have seen that modeled, just sort of whatever your needs are. Tell God your needs. Danny, some parents are probably thinking, I believe in God, but I'm not seeing a need to pray for my kids on a regular basis. They have free will and whatever. So how do you respond to that? There's a lot to that story, I'm sure. Uh, just because prayer, if we really believe what prayer is about, we would enter that pretty freely as parents. Mm. And so there, there's been some pain with that. And mm. I, I would suggest leaning back into that conversation with God. I love Isaiah 26, 3 and 4. It says, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. The Lord God is an everlasting rock. Do we truly believe that, that he can bring peacefulness into our mind? Our brain is reacting to everything. The mind is the one that, that's the real estate that's under battle. Hmm. And it's an all-out war for the minds of our kids and our own minds. And we need prayer in there to really calm things down and line our will and our mind up with Christ. And sometimes that means entering difficult places, but he's with us. And uh, prayers about that, trust in that as we step in and pray for our kids and it helps us line up with 
what is it that God is wanting to do in our kids' lives and for our kids? Uh, and, and so make sure you enter that conversation with the Heavenly Father. It's not about an exchange where you're, uh, you're putting in a quarter and getting something back. Yeah. It's a conversation. Talk to him about your anxieties, your, your sadness, your anger, those emotions that are difficult and big, and talk to him about those just like you, want, you would want your kids to talk to you mm-hmm. about what's going on in their mind. That's good. That's really good. And um, if this ministry has helped you as you've listened along to this particular podcast, this episode, or maybe um, you've engaged with other focus resources, maybe we've been of benefit to you. Maybe we've encouraged you. Maybe you've found some hope along the way. If so, let me encourage you to make a donation to support the ministry financially. Uh, make a monthly pledge or uh, just a one-time gift. Either way, We'll say thank you for your generosity to us by sending a copy of Jody's book, Praying the Scriptures for Your Children, which is a wonderful resource. It'll guide you in those moments, um, whether your kids are young or if they're adults. Um, you'll want to pray some of these prayers, and the link is in the show notes. And Danny's department has put together a number of great resources, and uh, one article that relates to this is called Teaching Kids to Pray. Uh, We're going to link over to that. It's got a number of ideas on how to help your kids learn how to pray effectively. Uh, We'll post that link in the episode notes. Next time, Dr. Meg Meeker shares about the importance of being authentic as you talk about your faith with your kids. And for now, I'm John Fuller on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team. Thanks for joining us for the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Good parents aren't perfect, and that's okay. But there are ways you can grow every day. Focus on the Family's Seven Traits of Effective Parenting Assessment gives parents an honest look at their unique strengths, plus some areas they could use a little help. Every mom and dad can help raise the next generation of healthy, mature, and responsible children. And this assessment will help get you started. Take the assessment at FocusOnTheFamily.com slash 7Trades. That's FocusOnTheFamily.com slash 7Trades.